0: Yeah. It's good to be back. We uh, have a great show f- lined up for you today. I'm not as welcoming, but uh, back, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah, you're not just welcome, back. Just back. You're just back. Uh, yep, yeah, uh, come off the uh, the holiday, and I, I hope you had a good one. I know Glenn was up at the ranch uh, doing all sorts of stuff. We have great, uh, amazing audio today, including uh, uh, Democrats telling you that it's good to tax the poor because they might spend money on things that are bad for them. But they might. But they might. And that's they bad. Might. I don't know if you know that. That's bad. Then we have uh, Jeremy Corbyn on Iranian seconds. TV saying there's a weird bias in the BBC saying that they ha- that Israel has a right to exist and that's a problem. That's a huge problem. There um, we have Cory Booker with an ad about love and coming together while calling the president and, and uh, a bigot. Which is always a, it's a good way to, to bring people together by calling the person that 50% of the uh, population voted for uh, out of control bigot, which implies, I don't know if you know this, that the people who voted for them him are also bigots, right? But there's an implication there that's a little problematic. We'll get to all that today. Yeah. I didn't see that? We have more on impeachment, <laughs> what's going on at the Supreme Court, uh, two people dropping out of the presidential race. It's all coming up on today's radio program.
1: of entertainment and enlightenment.
2: Hello, America, and welcome to Monday. And a great Monday it is. No, seriously, I say that with some good news coming your way. We have that and so much more, and you know, all the bad news as well, in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Programme.
2: When you're trying to save for a down payment on a house, it sometimes can seem like you're trying to do the impossible. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to feel that way. If you're responsible with your money, the best thing you can do for yourself is give American Financing a call. They have salary-based mortgage consultants that believe that you shouldn't have to put 20% down in order to pre-qualify for a mortgage. They have access to down payment assistance programs that can customize any loan in the industry. You could be looking at spending a whole lot less on a down payment than you originally thought. Now, 10 minutes, 10 minutes is all it's going to cost. You take 10 minutes. There's no fees or anything else. Um, You just uh, it'll take you less time than than you're going to spend making the toast this morning. American Financing, a mortgage company for everybody. Doesn't matter where you are in the process, they can help. It's worth 10 minutes of your time to find out if you could be saving $1,000 or more every single month. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440. Or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I want to talk to you about a choice that we all have to make, and it's time we make it. We either believe in an American dream or we believe in the American nightmare. Now, the American dream has changed. It was changed by FDR, quite frankly. It was changed... um, It was changed to everybody has a house, everybody has a car, everybody has enough. That's not what the American dream was. The American dream was to come here and to start something and be your own person, be able to have control over your own life. Now, the other American dream, while it was officially kind of changed and mutated by the FDR administration that, that American dream that he was touting was prevalent in America for a long time. Started in 1619. Started in Jamestown. We started bringing slaves in. The British did. People came here for money and power. But that's not the American dream. That always turns into the American nightmare. The world has always had dreams and nightmares. Man makes both of them. But man has made nightmare after nightmare after nightmare. And usually, in the modern world, it was done in the name of common good over common sense. It was done in the name of power and control instead of control on power. That's the fundamental difference between the dream and the nightmare. And we have to decide which one we want to be a part of because they're both very real. The American dream is as real as the American nightmare. But nobody's being taught this anymore of all of all places. George Washington University celebrated transgiving last week. University of Florida students last week marked it by calling it a celebration of genocide. Well, I guess it is if you believe that America was founded in 1619, but it wasn't. Even the American dream it wasn't part of anything to do with Jamestown. That was the American nightmare. But that's being taught, as the New York Times calls it, 1619. Now 1619 is being taught even in your children's schools. And I'm not talking about high school. They are now starting to teach that America began in 1619. We've had enough nightmares We've had genocide. We've, we've had people like FDR who recrafted the dream, remember, recrafted it from this idea that you can make it yourself to an all-powerful government whose birth was 1619 in Jamestown, which allowed him, the progressive hero, to put Japanese in internment camps. It allowed Jackson to round up the Indians and slaughter them. There's a new book out that I've been reading. It's about Sidney Gottlieb. I don't know if you. I don't know if that name triggers anything in you. Perhaps it should. Here's a guy who retired at 55 years old. By all accounts, people who knew him at his retirement, everybody thought he was a great guy. He would go he went and he decided that he wanted to finally do what he and his wife had always wanted to do and that is go down to the port and just get on the next ship wherever it was going no agenda and just serve people so he went to Asia and he was serving as a doctor there he he went to India he started living in leper colonies He was one that would embrace the lepers and help them. By all accounts, this guy was great. Until the United States Senate called him back because they wanted to know what the CIA's chief medical scientist had done in the previous 25 years. He was experimenting on children as young as six. He was the guy who used LSD and heroin as mind-control drugs. He developed the torture techniques that we're all ashamed of. He is America's Jekyll and Hyde. How did that happen? How does a guy who was serving people, how does he go do the things that he did? By the way, he was never brought to trial He was never really fully exposed because he burned all of the documents. Everything the CIA had on him, he destroyed before he left. He knew he also committed suicide before any more could be dug up about him. He knew he knew, but he had justified it in the name of this great country in the service of the greater good. And he used science in the same way that Winston Churchill spoke of. Churchill said. We are in a time where the world is made darker by the dark lights of perverted science. Boy, does that. Sound like it could be said today. We are living in the world It is made darker by the dark lights of perverted science. We have to choose. Common sense over the common good. Power and control or power or control over power. We must choose the bright lights of truth over the dark lights of perverted science. If we don't, those who follow the path set in 1619, one of slavery, plunder, and death, will repeat itself, especially if that's all they know. And it will be done in the name of superiority or superior race, superior thought, even. It doesn't make a difference. Are you saying that everything is the same? No, no, there is superior thought. There is. There are superior cultures. I think our culture is superior over a cannibalistic culture. But the idea has to be based on common sense over common good. Because it's common sense that we, I think, parrot, and yet we don't really ever stop to search its meaning. See, the difference between 1619 and 1620, where the pilgrims landed. Is it was about the individual and it wasn't about stuff. It was about being able to control your own life and have your own ideas to to worship God in your own way. But you had to live with your neighbors. See, in Jamestown, they didn't have Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. But in Plymouth, they did. And they had it with the Native Americans. They had the longest-running peace treaty with the Native Americans in our history. The Pilgrims did. The Pilgrims did. And by the way, they didn't break it. It was the Native American that broke it. But see, out of the Pilgrims came the idea that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. You know the words. And they all sound like blah, 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 blah to most people. Because they think people didn't mean it. And you know what? A lot of people didn't. A lot of people still don't. A lot of people on Capitol Hill today will tell you all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. They'll usually drop the creator part, and they don't mean equal. They mean equal. Yes, we're all equal, but some are more equal than others. But it is only the search for the true meaning of that that stops oppression. Stops one man on top, oppressing the other rich over poor, powerful over the weak. It was a revolutionary idea in 1620. It's a revolutionary idea in 1776. It's still a revolutionary idea all around the world. This is why you saw over the weekend people gathering in Hong Kong, flying American flags. Because it's still a revolutionary idea. It's strange to me that I can watch a group of people literally on the other side of the earth. And I can watch them in real time on technology that came from this country. Came from individuals having the power to create and keep their creation. We can watch on those devices people across the world holding American flags. It seems as though they know who we are, as more and more Americans forget. Or perhaps we've fallen asleep. Or in the best-case scenario... Perhaps those who know the difference have just fallen silent thinking that it's okay to stay out of the fray thinking that this too shall pass I don't want to get involved It's time to find ourselves again It's time to stand up It's time to give thanksgiving. It's time to learn from the nightmares while rekindling the dream. All right, some good news I think you're really going to love. If you miss the Blinds.com Black Friday sale, don't worry. Blinds.com is extended in into Black Monday now through December 4th. Visit Blinds.com for amazing doorbuster deals and up to half off on all brand new blind shades, plantation shutters and so much more. Now, maybe we need to spruce up the home office. Maybe you're in need of a living room renovation. Or maybe it's time to get new window coverings for the entire house. In any case, Blinds.com has you covered. Every order gets free shipping, and their 100% satisfaction guarantee means that if you're not totally satisfied with the style, the color, the quality, they're going to remake your window treatments for free. Now, if you accidentally mismeasure or measure wrong, they even remake them for free for you. So go to Blinds.com now through December 4th for the huge Cyber Monday savings and get up to 50% off of all blind shades and shutters. Plus, get an extra $20 off with the promo code back. That's up to 50% off absolutely everything and an extra 20% off at Blinds.com. Promo code back. Rules and restrictions do apply. Ten seconds. Station I.D. You know, I don't think that there is a I don't think that there is a a better understanding, a better understanding of the difference between the dream and the nightmare than some of our songs from history. When we listen to the patriotic songs, if you listen to patriotic songs, it's. From different cultures and countries, many times it's about the land. Many times it's about how strong the people are. Many times it's it's about the rulers. But if you look at American America the Beautiful, the only one that we sing about, the only phrase we ever sing is about the land. O beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountains' majesties above the fruited plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to signing sea. That's not the America that we have anything to do with. That's the America that God shed his grace on. That's the land. That's all that is. Man has nothing to do with that. God has graced us with a great land that is beautiful, resource-rich. It's our inheritance and one we are stewards of, not owners. But if you listen to the other the other parts that we don't ever sing. You first stumble onto the pilgrim feet, not 1619 in Jamestown, but the pilgrims whose stern, impassioned stress a thoroughfare of freedom beat across the wilderness. The pilgrims were not about even progress. They weren't about money. They were about freedom They also knew that they were flawed human beings. That's why in the second verse, it's God mend thine every flaw. Confirm thy soul in self-control, thy liberty in law. This is the part of the song that I don't think any of us concentrate on. God, mend thine every flaw. Are we even asking for that? We're asking for our way. We're asking for things to happen the way we feel. But that's what's gotten us here. Confirm thy soul in self-control. And then this... proved in liberating strife. May God thy gold refine till all success be nobleness and every gain divine. American dream no nightmare can come out of this no beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife meaning there is no there's nothing that is bad there is no strife that will harm you who more than self their country loved and mercy more than life no nightmare comes of this may God thy gold refine till all success be nobleness How many of us are looking for nobleness, or are we just looking for success? We need to decide nightmare or dream.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: Christmas is on the way, and you're going to want to get your uh, Christmas shopping done this year. Why not surprise that special someone you love with a gift that's going to remind them, tis the seasoning. See, it's because I'm doing a steak thing here. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the promo code BEC and order the favorite gift package, the gift all of your friends and family are going to love. It's $69.99. Now, it's Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Their steaks are the most tender, the most flavorful. You're going to love them. You order now, you'll get four uh, six-ounce bacon-wrapped fillets. Oh, my God. The most tender steak in the world, four savory premium pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four perfectly browned potatoes au gratin, four made from scratch caramel apple tartlets, and Omaha steak signature seasoning. Sixty nine ninety, but all you have to do now is just order the favorite gift package at uh, omahasteaks.com make sure you type in beck in the search bar that's where you're going to be able to find this special omahasteaks.com type in beck in the search bar don't wait the offer ends soon order now omahasteaks.com enter beck
0: coming up we have new developments on what's going on with impeachment also that's going to be followed up on tonight's tv show blaze tv.com use the promo code glenn and get 10 bucks off your subscription
2: you know the the pilgrims were english and so i think it's appropriate today that we we do reflect on maybe some things that you didn't say you were thankful for you know uh there at the uh you know at the dinner table uh for instance uh i'm very 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 grateful for a jeremy clarkson uh do you watch top gear at all yeah some, i watch some of it yeah i love it's, top it's gear it's great it's great mm-hmm. um he's in trouble now because he says um uh Greta Thurnberg is killing the car show. She's killing everything. I, I don't know if you know she is like, oh my gosh. I think the ki- I think her parents just put her on a boat and like, no, you can't take an airplane. You gotta take a boat. A very long boat ride across <laughs> the ocean just to get her out of the house. Can you imagine living with her? And
0: if I'm not mistaken, they had to fly the captain of the boat across the ocean to her parents to then take the boat back across the ocean as if the carbon didn't count on the flight to get the captain there right
2: right of course Mm -hmm. that's the parents that's the parents that's the parents that's the parents going look i don't care what you have to do fly the whole crew in overseas whatever she cannot take a plane she will be home too quickly (laughs)
0: <laughs> I do like that idea. I think that's what it is. It's not to protect her image, even oh. though everyone
2: realizes it's false. She's complaining about everything now. Absolutely everything. And Jeremy Clarkson went on and said that uh, he's ruined. She's ruining the car shows because nobody is interested in cars anymore. He said, you know, they're taught at school before they say mummy and daddy that cars are evil. And so it's in their heads um richard hammond came on and said i hate to say it but i think jeremy is right people don't care about cars because how many people are growing up with you know kids are growing up with posters of their cars in their room uh because they don't care about it because they're bad for the environment so i want to give thanks for jeremy clarkson today because clarkson uh made a joke once implying that Murdering prostitutes is a common pastime for professional truck drivers. Uh, and he was, uh, he, they, they tried to get him off the show. Uh, uh, members of Parliament tried to get him fired for that, but he, he, he wasn't fired. He also apologized for calling the then Prime Minister Gordon Brown a one-eyed Scottish idiot because he's blind in one eye, so he's technically accurate. Um, he is Scottish? Uh, He is. Yeah, he is. So it is accurate. Yeah, he is Scottish. And now and now this thanks to that Swedish Thurnberg girl, every child in the Western world is now absolutely terrified that by this time next year, they'll have died in a suffocating firestorm. So this morning, let's have a little story to cheer them all up again. He says uh, everyone is uh, says that climate change is terrible. But what if it's good for mankind? That's the thing about climate change. We keep being told the nef shift will be a disaster for mankind, but who knows? You might wake up one morning to find your garden full of unicorns and mermaids and big chests <laughs> full of jewels and money.
0: I mean, even the UN says it's going to be a net positive for, what is it, 60 or 70 years mm-hmm. uh, where things will be. Now, that doesn't mean that your local area would be a net positive under their scenario, but as uh, for the Earth as a whole, increased uh, ability to grow and... and and as we all know, the mm. real extreme cold is worse than the real extreme heat. Extreme cold kills a lot more people,
2: right? Than so, extreme heat. But it, what is? I mean, mm-hmm. what does Greta think about all of this? I mean, you know, because I don't, I don't know. Did you see the? Did you see the statement that she came out with this week? And she was, hang on, just a second. We, we have her on the phone. Hello. <laughs> you have stolen my dreams. Uh, Pardon me?
3: You have stolen my dreams.
2: I've stolen your dreams? My
3: childhood with your empty words.
2: I I didn't advise you to try this.
3: I'm one of the lucky ones. You're lucky. People are suffering. Uh huh. We must stop this. How dare you!
2: for for what how are they suffering again how I just, dare you i
3: i if you do not stop driving your automobiles mm-hmm. i will personally take a knife and remove the thumbs of all the deniers because what? you do not care about <laughs> human suffering but how wh- dare you wait
2: a minute you would be causing humans you? suffering by removing thumbs
3: how dare you for more than 30 years the science has been crystal clear and if you do not accept it, I will take a rusty railroad spike and rip open your abdomen and pull out your entire large intestine I, I and slice can't. it in its entirety so the I long
2: way. Can I ask? Because
3: you don't care about human lives. How dare you! Right.
2: Is there any truth to the rumor that maybe your parents uh, are sending you on this, this global trip so I, they could be away from you? Is that. Mr. Beck, I will
3: be watching you. You'll be watching I you. will be watching You. All
2: right.
3: And I will, if you you only want to cut emissions by 50% and give us a 50% chance of survival, I will break into your home and I will kidnap your whitest child. And I will personally lower their bodies into a vat of hydrochloric acid via cable. <laughs> and I do this because you and your your zero point nine degrees Celsius temperature rise don't care about the lives of children. Right, right, oh, dang! Yeah, okay,
2: all right. Thank you very much, uh, Greta. Which sounds like she's starting to become a supervillain. Because um, I, I'm pretty sure my kids would escape. From whatever elaborate scheme that she had planned. Even your whitest child? Even my whitest child might might be able to do that. Mm. All right. Making a decision is really hard, especially decisions that require you to spend money. One decision that should be easy to make now is having good home security. There's no premium on peace of mind, but some good news for you. You're going to find that you, you that you need Simply Safe and can afford Simply Safe. Simply Safe is your one-stop shop for home security needs. This week, Safe is offering their best deal of the year. You'll get 25% off of any new system, plus a free HD security camera with Safe. You're going to get everything you need to keep your home safe. Entry sensors, motion sensors, a smart lock, video doorbells, security camera, whatever you need. Plus, Simply Safe offers the 24 protection monitoring with police dispatch that's three and a half times faster on average than with all other security systems. So, if you've been waiting or you're on the fence about getting, getting a home security system or you're thinking about getting one for maybe your children, don't wait. Right now, SimplySafeBec.com will give you 25% off your system plus a free security camera. This is the best deal ever of the year for simply safe order this week you'll get this exclusive offer 25 percent off and a free security camera at simplybeck.com that's simplybeck.com you're
1: listening to glenn beck
2: So, did you, uh, by any chance, watch The Mandalorian? At I all still this? haven't done it yet. Oh, I'm, it's so good. It's the whole reason I ordered the stupid service and I haven't watched it yet. I was, you know, I was, um, I wasn't that impressed with the first one, second one. Now I'm starting to really get into it, you know. And what makes it is Baby Yoda. I've been seeing this on
0: on the social media. Oh, uh, everyone's posting Baby Yoda. I don't really understand so it yet. So
2: cute. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but so cute. So cute. He's like, <laughs> it's not Yoda because it's after Yoda's dead. So I don't know who it is. It's some Yoda-like creature. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. My son tried to explain it. He knows all the canon of it, uh, and so it's like Yoda, but not Yoda. I, I'm not sure. But he's like 50 years old, but a baby, and <laughs> so incredible. It is everything that George Lucas has tried to do with every single. Uh, episode of Star Wars where he's like, "I'm gonna put Jar Jar Binks in them because the kids will love it," and then everybody hates it. Ewoks yeah. are on the borderline of that, yeah, right? There's always something. The, yeah, the Ewoks are in that borderline.
0: Well, look, I'm I'm a very much a, a hater as of Return of the Jedi. As like, I think it's a crappy movie. Actually, it's very mediocre, and everyone else thinks those first three are all on the same level, which they are not. Uh, the third one is much
2: weaker, and it's because of, largely because of the Ewoks. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't even like the Jawas. You know, they're like, you know, Houdini. That yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they're always talking about Houdini. I, I don't. Know. I don't know why. But in everything, <laughs> but, so I'm not a really big fan because that was another thing where he's like, "Oh, I'm going to make these cute, and the kids will love them." Now that he's not involved and Disney is involved, Disney's like, we know how to make cute things. Uh, And uh, it is, oh, my gosh. You'll watch the show after, like, three episodes, and you will just fall in love with Yoda. And I'm watching it last night, and I'm thinking, Disney is genius. Think of the money that they're going to make. They they buy a Marvel, the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. They buy the Star Wars universe. They they put a Star Wars. You've been there, a Star yeah. Wars land in Disneyland, and then the Mandalorian comes out with with Apple or with a Disney Plus, and it's brilliant. It's and it's in- you're. I'm no. I I would be so anxious to hear you say it because I bet it is the same land that you find in Disneyland. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, because I mean, they we went over this last week a little bit.
0: They have six movies this year that have already made a billion dollars worldwide six this year That does not include frozen 2 which is definitely going to make a billion if it hasn't already It was the biggest opening animated film of all time And does not include star wars coming out in a couple weeks, which is obviously also going to make a billion dollars So they have eight and I think it would they had six of the top seven movies. The only one they didn't have was spider-man Which, my understanding is it's some sort of joint release. That's what everyone told me when we were talking about it, because it's Sony actually distributed it, but Disney still has a piece of that, too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you want to talk... They're taking over the world. The mouse is going to be the
2: king. Netflix, I think, is in trouble. I think it's Amazon. Even Apple is really smart. Apple, the Apple Plus, it includes all of the other subscriptions that you might have, so... You know if you have them, they all populate there kind of like Amazon does. okay, yeah you know so you're not I think Netflix is is the one in trouble now they've been in trouble before, and everybody always says, oh Netflix are they're, uh, they're just shipping out DVDs. What do they know? Yeah well look <laughs> at them
0: <laughs> well, they also uh, were so in trouble that they tried to sell their entire company for I think it was 50 million dollars to Blockbuster, and Blockbuster turned them down. they're like, no thanks." We're not interested in that. that. Sounds like too much money for your particular service. I think there's <laughs> one blockbuster left,
2: and it's in like
0: there, Oregon. There is one there's left. Like a, yeah. It's in
2: Oregon. There's one left. There's always one left of these things when they go. How? I don't know. Who is? Do you remember what it used to be like? Especially if it was going to be snow. You know, everybody else would be at the grocery store buying bread, and, and I'd be like, "We got to go to the video store." Yeah, and then there'd be no videos. There. Nothing. Nothing. I, I,
0: I mean, I know like there's the typical thing that as you get older, you start whining to your children about how tough your life was in, to, in comparison to theirs. I mean, it's the, you know, uh, Bill Cosby pre-rape uh, was talking about <laughs> uh, walking uphill both ways to school yeah, in the snow right. like that. It's that same thing. But I can't even I can't even express to my children what the difference is. Like, I remember having to like search through like rare record stores to find a specific song that was released only in the UK that you could go and like now it's the easy every song is available, every my, movie is
2: available, everything is available all the time. And like it's just normal life to them. My son, he he uh he comes and is like, Hey, dad, you got to hear this song, this is a great song, and it starts and it's big you probably don't even know this big iron by marty robbins Mm. you ever heard of it (laughs) okay it's like an old not country it's a western song Okay. okay in the when i first got into radio in the west there was country and then there was a western station and the Western stations were like, I got some cattle, I'm driving to town, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay, And country. they would do like <laughs> cattle updates in the news in the morning, right? Like <laughs> well yeah, a lot of stations did that. The Ag Report, they still do that yeah, a lot well, of yeah. places. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um but there were the Western stations, that that's completely gone. There is no cowboy uh songs that, that whole culture is gone it always, i've always think
0: of it as country western being like the
2: same thing it's not it's, it it's combined totally into one format is right. that not right right uh and western doesn't really exist anymore mm. and it was the story i mean it was like you know i went down to el paso and you know that kind of stuff <laughs> sure uh <Yeah. laughs> and so my son comes with big iron and i'm like where did you i haven't heard this since i was a kid where did you find this and he's like, I was searching for something. And this one popped up, and I just love it. And he is like, his musical taste is so broad and so deep, where it's really uh, it's amazing what they have
0: access to. But every kid, like your kid, there's three million kids that are singing "Baby Shark."
2: That's that's the other part of this. Uh, Can I tell you oh, something? something? <laughs> how I punish the family? Yeah. This yeah. This holiday. Really? Yeah. Brought it up at the table. I have two grandchildren, and I'm just saying uh, there uh, people were arguing about something, and I said, "Hey, Cohen, you like that baby shark song?" He started singing it, and everybody looked at me like, "I can't believe you." And I'm like, "Well, you're not arguing anymore, are you?" Yeah, <laughs> it's a way of solving. <laughs> it's a way every... to solve everything. I like that. Yeah. Um, do you know the baby shark people are
0: pretty uh, wealthy too? They've done fairly well for themselves, mm-hmm. and now they're trying to like figure. There's some weird like rights issue that they, they don't it's not easy for them to make money off of it so they've started like a tour now the baby shark tour now, I do not know if you know this but baby shark basically just says baby shark and then like I think mommy shark and a daddy shark and maybe grandpa shark or something and then a, a bunch of nothing right like that's the whole thing Hey, welcome
2: to the baby shark right. Uh, right. welcome to the baby shark show here's a handgun so you right. can blow your brains out <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and in a sign of the internet not being worth it. I was reading an article about the Baby Shark tour and they apparently sing Baby Shark four times during oh the gosh. show but only four times. So like how you have a whole show where people are spending like $60, 70 $80 to go to and they're singing Baby Shark four times. The rest of the show like this is like one of those like one hit wonders where you go to see I want Come On Eileen and they sing like 19 other songs. You only want Baby Shark if you're going to the Baby Shark tour and your kids are driving you crazy to hear baby shark you listen to it all the way to the to the stadium and you listen to it all the way home but you're only getting it four times at the show i think that's a rip off i think it should be all it should just be playing the entire time you walk into the entire time you leave it was we- Just driving completely insane. You've obviously given up on life if you're going to the Baby Shark tour. Just let it go.
2: We've given (laughs) up on insane asylums.
3: We don't (laughs) have
0: places to keep people after the Baby Shark show. Maybe this is how the Baby Shark company makes. Wow. (laughs) Maybe the Baby Shark branded insane (laughs) asylums
2: are the way for them to make money off of this thing. (laughs) Holy cow! All right, back in a minute. More Baby Shark talk (laughs) on the Glenn Beck program.
1: Glenn
0: Beck We did this one time I remember on the show and it was about Peter King the congressman and we put up or no, it was about Peter King, the sports writer, and we put up Peter King, the congressman, or, or one of the other. And we
2: were even more sorry than Joy Reid is. Yeah, because, I mean... <laughs> Imagine being compared to Peter King. <laughs> <laughs>
0: terrible, 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 terrible thing. Terrible. And we apologize for that. Yeah, we, I mean, it's one thing to be
2: compared to a Nazi. That is horrible. But this is clearly But worse. this is Peter <laughs> King. <laughs> Glad back compared to the Oh, did you hear, by the way, did you hear what, uh, what's his name, the comedian uh, said about being an Auschwitz? Oh, it's a fantastic joke. <laughs> it's <is> a fantastic <laughs> it's joke. a great joke. Back in a minute.
1: And enlightenment.
2: Well, I don't think Louis C.K.'s contract with his audience where you can't even write jokes down or talk about them after the show is working so well. Uh, he's in trouble for another joke, and Stu, who <laughs> is a joke aficionado... Uh, that's my... Is that a title? Well, yes, and, a, and and you've been the head joke writer on this program. Until we stopped telling jokes because we couldn't get away with them uh, for a very long time, we'd like to dissect uh, the the joke that Louis C.K. is in trouble with. Coming up in just a second. This
1: is the Glenn Beck program.
2: Also, Joe Biden's hairy legs, which nobody <laughs> wants to hear about. Nobody, Joe. Nobody. So he's telling people about them for some scary, reason. Scary. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. Giving gifts, wonderful part of the holidays, but uh, give a gift to somebody who, uh, you know, isn't trying to harm you. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be good? That's what you're doing if you're browsing or shopping online using unsecured Wi-Fi, even if it's password protected. You could be giving the gift of visibility into your personal information to hackers whose interest is to, uh, you know, hack into your Wi-Fi connection, watch your activity and jackpot, steal your information that you're sending and receiving This is the worst time. In fact, today is probably going to be one of the worst days for cyber crimes because they're going to find your information. You're online buying stuff on on Cyber Monday. You need protection that will evolve with you. And new Norton 360 membership provides multiple layers of protection with a secure VPN to protect your privacy on public Wi-Fi and provide real-time security for your devices. Now, nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety during the holidays and beyond. And until December 8th, you're going to get a special radio offer of up to 60% off an annual subscription on your 1st First year at Norton.com slash Beck. That's 60% off at Norton.com slash Beck. All right, now we're gonna go into joke analysis mode, which is always very good. <laughs> no, just, and uh,
3: everyone's
0: beating up on Louis C. K for this joke, and it's a it's a it's a typical effort to um target you know a, a controversial topic or a controversial uh, statement um and because it's easy right mm-hmm. i mean look you know louis ck made a joke about auschwitz you don't normally do that it's not mm-hmm. a good idea although i will say it's what he built his entire career on was making jokes about really uncomfortable topics now taking out the idea of of his personal troubles for a second uh, you know, I think Louis C.K. is a brilliant comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a guy who can kind of go into places where no one else goes. And he's had trouble with this even before his personal uh, issues, where he's made jokes about things like child molestation and all sorts of things you should not joke about. However, there's there's a reason you do that, right? And he's doing it to to push those boundaries intentionally. And if you go to one of his shows... You know what you're in for. That this is the point of it, right? He's taking you down roads. He's making you feel way. He's making you feel icky, and then bringing it back around. Like he's a yo-yo. He'll he'll he puts you down to the darkest place that you you're going to be, and then he brings you out of it somehow. Mm -hmm. So he, the joke he got in trouble with was, I mean, he said, "I'd rather be uh, in Auschwitz than New
2: York City." <laughs> now, if you've ever if you've ever lived in New York City, there mm-hmm. are times—not very often—but there are times that someone could say Auschwitz or more of this, and you'd go, "Well, no, wait a minute, let me think about it." Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, first of all, this is a joke, not about
0: Auschwitz. Yes, it's not, but about New York City, correct? Right. The point is, he's comparing new york city to something very 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 bad right. however it's not even really a joke about that and the reason he's saying it's about new york city um because he's saying you know it's tough now for him. right like he's gone through a pers- his personal sort of storm here mm-hmm. uh and uh he makes jokes about that as well how it's not a good idea maybe to 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 offer to show certain body parts to people That's mm-hmm. maybe not right not, not, I like really, the term he said is it's not very popular right which is true right it's right. really not right. popular yeah so he says i'd rather be in auschwitz in new york city and then he says i mean now not when it was open
2: <laughs> right like he's, <laughs> he's he's luring you into believing
3: something
0: so
2: and then so pulling great. you back out and that, i have to tell you i've been to auschwitz now right. it's still really it's awful really creepy you and awful. really you really don't want right. to be there even now no, it's not exactly a. I mean, you did go on vacation to it, and many have. And However, I was quickly it's not exactly a vacation taught spot. by yeah. my wife that's not a vacation, right? Auschwitz. There's no part of vacation where Auschwitz fits. It's the man. last time you were allowed on Travelocity. <laughs> that's that's basically what that vacation it was. It was the last time I was allowed to make any vacation plans.
0: <laughs> but I mean, that is he is not mocking out. First of all, he's Jewish, but he's not mock- mocking Auschwitz victims. And we get to this point where we all just kind of sit around and search for things that will be offensive to us. Right? Like I understand if you had a relative who died in Auschwitz, like there is a you know, there is a horrible, horrible uh, you know, memory that maybe it, it drags out. But again, you're going to a Louis C. K. show. We've been doing this since the producers. Uh, like this we've been mocking this stuff
2: for a very, very long
0: time. It's the Holden's only way heroes, it's right? the
2: only way you yeah hogan's heroes it's the only way that humans can actually deal with something as dark as auschwitz right i mean i don't know if you remember was i still in the my mom's dead joke phase when we teamed up (laughs) oh yes okay well i've seen you do this with pat many times oh yeah pat
0: gray who uh you actually did it to him in an incredibly brutal fashion oh it was brilliant one particular episode it was brilliant. do you remember this when he had first started in houston and yes. he's on the air and he's and he's in like you're this big national radio host pat and he's starting a job his first right real like if i remember it was his first like talk radio job right and he was you know in the middle of endearing himself to the audience Correct. which is an important part of the process because
2: people whenever
0: he started a new radio station they all hate you for a while you used to say time. 6 to 8 weeks it was always longer
2: than that so <laughs> much longer <laughs> you, you listen to me yeah. for 6 to 8 weeks you'll hate me and then you'll go numb inside right. <laughs> and then you'll come out the other side and you'll be like I get it it's right. funny it's okay. funny okay. I got it
0: now I understand it so pat's in the middle of that that process and you're already on the station he's going on to right so he's like my you know my best friend he's he's on he's a big national talk show host I'll invite him on the air and hopefully you know Say that we're
2: friends, and it'll it'll give it'll make that process a little easier. So now, Pat and I worked for years and years and years together as a duo, yep. and we we were known for just tearing each other apart. Mm-hmm. And I would always bring my mother's death. He would say something, and then I would be like, "Thank you for reminding me that my mother is not here to be with me." Right. And and he would <laughs> he would get the laugh because. Everybody was in on the joke that that's what I always said. Right. And then he would make it worse by piling on. Right. That was the kind of you had like a standing routine. Correct. And it was it worked when the audience knew both of us. Right. But I had been waiting because Pat played that card so expertly every single time Mm -hmm. he could where he would always win. I knew. Oh. (laughs) I can win this time. And so he was on KPRC and uh, he said something. And I said, wow, thank you for reminding me about my mother's death. And then he piled on as usual with a joke about suicide or something like that. And I was like, I can't. As usual, I said, oh, I can't believe this. I I mean, that hurts so deeply. Well, the audience didn't know that this was a routine that we had done forever. And Pat got it about the third time a uh, bite at the apple. And he's like, wait a minute, you have to explain this. And I'm like, explain once that what? That is the most hurtful thing anyone has ever. I don't even know. Wow. I mean, wow, Pat, that was horrible. It was wonderful uh, for me for him it was hell for oh yeah a few weeks oh yeah he was explaining
0: uh, this terrible thing to the audience <laughs> for weeks uh, however <laughs> the
2: point is though, we go to dark places for humor it's because it's, it's a, the only way you can deal with it when you have something for me my humor is really really very dark yes and i've never expressed my darkest side do you think ever on the air I don't not not in a long long time if yeah. you have ever. Yeah. I mean it, it, I mean it, it's very you work with me it is very dark to the point to where people are like what the, did he just what what yeah. did he just
0: say? And this was a problem as this, the staff started to grow and you would yeah. just continue to do these things when people were on their
2: first day, Correct. right? So it was not always <laughs> but it's funny. It is funny. It's funny to us. Right, but you have to be in on the joke. Mm-hmm. If you're going to a Louis CK, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you know what you're getting. You know that he is going to say offensive things, and he's going to be funny about them. But, and I'm telling you, I think the next generation, the not millennials. What's the generation after the i generation? Are you familiar with this? The i generation, the one that mm-hmm. grew up with the Apple iPhone. Okay. Okay. They're calling it the i generation. They're calling it the i generation. My kids are part of the i generation, and. I've seen their friends and uh they are more politically incorrect. I mean, I think there's a massive backlash coming. Yeah. Because they just see it as stupid. Just absolutely stupid. They they grew up on memes. They grew up on mean memes. Yeah. And they see how everybody's like, oh my gosh. I think there is a backlash of biblical proportions. And that's why Louis C.K. is, I mean, and, um, and uh, what's his name? Um, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. They are leading the way and they can get away with it. You know, teenagers can't, uh, but they're getting away with it at this point because it's really smart. That's a smart
0: Auschwitz joke. Yes, okay. and, it, and it brings you down a road where you you're like, oh my god, what is that he? That is about? horrible. Oh, he actually is. Yeah, he, like not he brings now. you down. Not, I mean, not now. not them. Now, it was open. yeah, it's great. <laughs>
2: that's a great joke. That's great because you he's turned it on you. Yes,
0: like you, you were the you bad were the one problem. thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't thinking that you were you doing were, it. Were oh my gosh, uh, I'm disgusted by you. And both of those guys are technicians. with yes. this stuff. They are tech. Yes. I mean, Chappelle, uh, you know, for all the praise that he got from this last special from the right and all the opposition from the left because he ca- happened to say a couple things that I guess you might consider moderate I mean they weren't even like it's not like he's a hardcore conservative here he just said a couple of things that you might consider kind of moderate and because of that uh, a lot of people on the on the right sort of discovered him beyond you know you know the comedy Central show from back in the days but the guy's a technician as a comedian it, it, comics will tell you that he is he's the com- comedian that they look up to because of, of of just his ability as a as a surgeon with the art. And, you know, I, I think Louis C.K. Is, is in that realm as well. I mean, and the fact that he's kind of now just doing these small clubs and the only thing you ever hear about him is when he makes a joke that's offensive so that everybody can have their clickbait for a few weeks because he's now – because he had these personal issues where it does not seem that he did anything illegal but was kind of a, a dirtbag – uh, that now allows click, 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 click every time he tells a, a joke about sex or about something mm. tawdry or even this where it's just generally offensive. Well, he was always making offensive jokes. It was his entire career. His entire career was doing this with skill. And I think this is just another example of it. Now, he did do it in Tel Aviv, we should point out. So that is... a. Uh, Maybe a part of the reason why, but again, that's the bra- that's a that's and a Tel Aviv brave is
2: not Jerusalem. Mm. Tel Aviv is New York City. You walk down the streets of of Tel Aviv, you're either in Silicon Valley or New York City. It's a very very liberal progressive part of Israel. Mm. It's a totally you go to Jerusalem and it is Jewish and 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 sacred and sure. religious. Tel Aviv is not. So him going to Jerusalem and saying that joke would be taken differently than in television. I mean, it's still, I mean, look, it's, it's still it's, one uh, that I would say eh, I might leave out for Israel. Yeah, it's, you know it's know still I mean? one in a country basically
0: uh, founded uh, because, because of, of Auschwitz.
2: It's risky. It's risky. It's risky. <laughs> I mean, if I was advising him, I'd be like, I don't know. That one
3: might be a little
2: risky there. Save that one for yeah. Iowa. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. All right, I want to tell you about uh, the X chair. This is what my wife wants for Christmas. That's what you're getting, honey. Congratulations. It's not going to be. I don't like it. Still loves this when his wife. Because your wife just emails. Get this, oh, yeah. this, and this. She was telling me the other day. She she wants. She she actually asked for a vacuum. Oh yeah, link.
0: Send me the link. It'll be under the tree. Good luck. A vacuum. A vacuum. She wants a vacuum. You she know, wants. You know what she you know wants. January, you know what she wants for Christmas? Our floors to be cleaner. That's what kind of husband I am. You're welcome, America.
2: Wow! <laughs> wow! It is our twentieth anniversary wow. coming up. In January Jeez, is our twentieth really? anniversary.
0: Mm. <sighs> she, that's, and I mean, you're a vacuum too. Are you gonna, no, <laughs> no, she no, didn't ask I, for it. I'm just, I'm just taking a chance. Yeah, I'm just going with a dice. Yeah, no, <laughs> unless she's asking for
2: it, and specifically for Christmas. Oh
0: yeah, I want a link. I
2: want proof. I want email evidence yeah, yeah. so I can bring this it to the audience later. This is what you get... said you wanted. Because yeah. this is what my wife she sent me a she sent me a, a note. That's what I want for Christmas. I got home. I'm like, I know, I know. And she's like, but they're on sale. The X chairs are on sale right now. And I'm like, honey, I read. You know about the X chair mm-hmm. because I read the commercials for them. <laughs> anyway. They have the dynamic variable lumbar support. They have 10 settings. They are really comfortable. I have to. I, I bought one for um, Stephen Crowder as a welcome to the company oh. kind of thing. Oh, nice. Because he was bitching about his chair. <laughs> uh, he's got a studio that is unbelievable. They built this studio um, just a few miles away from here, and it is gorgeous. And remember, you, we were in there. We were helping him move in, mm-hmm. and we're like, this is beautiful. Yeah, except the chairs suck. So I'm getting him an X-chair. That's I nice. have to do. We have to do it this week. Come with me. No, okay. I got to do it this week. Anyway, uh, X-chair is what you need for the holidays. X-chair 30-day no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction, zero risk. Call now Xchairbeck.com. It's on sale for $100 off plus you get a free set of the new X-wheels with your chair if you use the promo code beck. It's XchairBeck.com. Dot com promo code back 10 seconds station id so i'm doing a show on television tomorrow uh, because i have i've seen this george soros is back in case you don't know uh george soros who spent a million dollars verify this if If I have this wrong, Stu, verify this. George Soros spent a million dollars, contributed a million dollars to Media Matters, something that he started, um, and contributed a million dollars specifically to Take Me Down.
0: Yeah. Am I uh, wrong on that? He did do that. Uh, It was in 2010,
3: I believe it was.
0: Uh, He said he spent a million dollars, gave it to Media Matters, (laughs) to fight uh fox news and its incendiary rhetoric and and specifically was targeting you uh uh, because this was right after you did a series of shows about him Him. and his influence and again this idea that because george soros uh you know is um i mean the thing that they're now going after is they're like oh well it's anti-semitic to criticize george soros he's one of the largest democratic donors you can't just take the large democratic donors off the table for criticism Like, that's just not okay. Like, you don't do that with Sheldon Adelson at all. No. It's totally fine to criticize him, who happens to also be Jewish and also give a lot of money to Republicans. That's totally fine. But when it's George Soros, it's anti-Semitic. And that was basically, I mean, your point was, look at the networks this guy has built. Uh, Here are the things that he's done. He didn't like that you were exposing that and actually gave a million dollars kind of specifically uh, to target you. And they mentioned you
2: by name in the statement so um here's the thing um he's back because i did the puppet master show again and uh, and not again a, a new episode and tonight oh it's even worse <laughs> tonight while i've been gone uh my little christmas elves has been working uh for more on the impeachment uh and on the deep conspiracy theory that's all anti-semitic you won't believe what we found tonight every show every single show is like a special right now. It is the best work I've done, possibly in my lifetime, uh, but definitely in the last 10 years. You don't want to miss every show on Blaze TV, 5 o'clock. Tonight, we'll we'll give you the update. Um, But I I got a letter from somebody uh, who I actually respect, who is somebody that uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, He's a guy that... I met with recently about six months ago actually had dinner and he said he I think he went through a friend of mine and said I really want to have dinner with Glenn but he hates my guts and (laughs) he is not going to want to and so my friend said hey you know you want to have dinner with this guy and he said apparently you guys don't get along and I said I don't even remember what are you talking about I had to Google his name to figure out oh wow we were in a very (laughs) very public uh, spat with each other. So I had dinner with him, and I said, listen, past is past, and I forgive you if you forgive me, and let's just move on. So he wrote to me, and uh, he's Jewish, and he was one of the guys who was leading this anti-Semitic thing against me, uh, using Soros money, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And when we had dinner, he was talking about, look, I, I didn't know some of the things that you were saying i didn't i didn't understand all of it well he wrote to me recently and he said why are you doing the puppet master again why are you doing that you know that's an elder of zion uh trope and uh so i wrote him back and i want to explain this uh we have to take a break here real quick don't we uh is that about two minutes one minute um but i said that uh i said to him it is it is Um, But that's not how I mean it. And I think we need to define a few things, because if you just say criticizing someone who is Jewish is anti-Semitic, I can't go there. Um, And that doesn't that there's no reason in that at all. So tomorrow is my answer to that tomorrow at five o'clock, because I've I've done a lot of homework Over the weekend, and I think this is important to to make sure that words have meaning, real meaning. And that's coming up on tomorrow's broadcast tonight. See what Soros is up to regarding the impeachment. Wait until you see the new connection we found tonight. Five o'clock only on Blaze.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: When our money spends uh, when our government spends money, it's like water going through a sieve without the sieve. Um, I know as well as you do, this cannot last. You can't print this kind of money, spend this kind of money. At some point, we're in real trouble. Now, if you're planning for an early retirement, how do you plan for that? Many Americans choose to diversify their retirement account and their savings with physical and precious metals. This can be the smart way to go. It is the way I go. Now, during the time where you're making money and storing up for the proverbial winter, you're going to want at least a portion of that to go to something that is as close to inflation-proof as possible. That way, when it comes to the other side and things come down, uh, you have some worth. Goldline is right now offering their five-year IRA fees in bonus silver for qualifying self-directed IRA purchases. This is a great way for you to protect some of your investment for uh, early retirement. Call GoldLine now, 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call, 866-GOLDLINE. TV.com promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off uh, your subscription.
0: You get to watch Glenn and, of course, Stephen Crowder and his new ex-chair.
2: So what is Joe Bi- What is Joe Biden's vision for America? You know, he's out on the campaign trail mm-hmm. and he's talking about a lot of things. I think he was unfairly dissed for biting his wife's finger. Yeah, that was a joke. And <laughs> if you actually watch it, it was fine. It was, you know, him I- trying to be funny.
0: Yeah, questionable whether you should do it in an appearance, but I mean, it was just a... Right. It was supposed to be a warm moment between husband and wife. I don't know that it came off that way. Exactly. Well,
2: because Joe is a little creepy. He's weird. He's a little creepy, and uh, he did say this in a speech, which... Somebody's got to stop him. Here it is.
4: And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of... I got hairy legs that turn... that, 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 that turn... Uh, um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again they'd look at it so I learned about roaches, I learned about kids jumping on my lap and I've loved kids jumping on
3: my lap I, I don't He he.
0: that's I wouldn't include that in the stump speech. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, It is. You're right. Michael Michael Jackson said basically the same thing in his weird interview. We we
2: go back to Michael Jackson. We're like, how did we miss this? Yeah. Are we going to go back to Joe (laughs) Biden and say, how did we miss this? I don't think that he's a child molester. I don't think that I think he is. I think he's a little weird. I think he's, he's, he's very he's handsy, very handsy mm-hmm. uh, but not with children. I think he's probably wow. more handsy. He's handsy no, with children. He for sure. is. But I don't okay. think that's a sexual predator thing. I don't think so either. Right. But there is the there is the doubt that if I don't care if I don't care if you're Jill Biden, you do. You have to recognize. Good Lord, Joe. What were you when they got in the car? That's what Jill should have said. What were you thinking? Mm. Do you know well, what that sounds like? Oh well, I didn't God. mean it that way. Yeah. How is he
0: not aware of this, right? right. You, you can't explain this away with a stuttering arg- article, which is what they tried to do with his speech issues, uh, his forgetting things, his not being able to find the right words. There's a big expose that came out that he was a stutterer, and that's the reason. It's all It's all ah, coming back now. It's all coming which back. It's not medically normal for it to come back after you've cured it which they do put in paragraph 85 of the article or so. Um, But just just stop and think, because that's a ridiculous moment, right? The idea of some I love having kids jump on my lap. You could certainly, uh, you could dismiss that with a grandfatherly thing. But step back for a moment and picture what he has just described. Think of if you walked into a public pool and there are a bunch of kids around a guy and they're rubbing his legs down to watch the hair on his legs stand back up. You and are calling the police in the situation, yeah. are you not? And I don't
2: believe that any <laughs> kid would what? notice that on their own. No. I mean, that would be like, you would have to question the kids. Did you notice that or did he point that out? Right. Like, look, kids, you can rub my leg. It's just...
0: Weird. It sounds like the guy who in, in an airplane that comes in. You, know, you ever been to a Turkish prison? It's like <laughs> yeah, that guy. It seems right. like you ever see hair stand up on somebody's leg. <laughs> Watch this. Try it. That's what it. of seems. It does. Like. It does. Now I don't. F- again, I don't. I don't know why. I feel like there's there are definitely people who said the exact same things as Joe Biden, and I would think they were doing something illegal. <laughs> I don't think it with Joe Biden. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's famous. Maybe because he's goofy. I don't know what the reason is. But it is something that normally statements like that are like the defining moment of a campaign. It's like, would you rather have, would you rather be a person who's like, you know what? I told a story about I was in a pool and a bunch of kids rubbed down my legs and then I said I like kids hopping on my, my lap. Would you rather have that moment or I wore a helmet in a tank? Like, <laughs> like right. is like, what the hell? No. <laughs> I I, I was in a tank. Yes, my helmet was a little goofy. I lost because of that.
2: Even Ross Perot was like, yes, I had satellite dishes for ears and I said a lot of crazy things. But it wasn't like that. And it's funny.
0: Now we have like, you know, two candidates here. If it's Biden versus Trump, you've got two candidates who have uh, have have said things that aren't they don't don't always come off
2: at the time (laughs) of me, too.
3: Yeah, the time, <laughs> the time of me too.
2: With these two guys, it is it's insane. It's it is the backlash on. I think on the yeah. right, it's the backlash. I don't care. I don't care. You say this about everybody. I don't care. Have you seen the polls on the impeachment? And I think this is not just because I don't care. I think there's a part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think they made the Democrats made such a bad case that people are just like, I, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. I'm not interested. I don't think so. I mean, it was look, the
0: Democrats won the house. They can impeach him for anything, okay? They could they, they control will. the entire process and they will impeach him for everything. It was their job. It was not their job to to impeach. That's that's easy when you have control. The question was, can you can you uh convince Americans who are maybe not not resistors they didn't sign up for tom steyer's website to impeach in 2017 i'm saying like normal everyday middle of the road to right-leaning americans can you convince any of them that this isn't just a ridiculous partisan
2: exercise and they have totally failed at that
3: Totally.
0: so
2: i kind of agree with with trump saying i'm not participating in it because why give it any credibility it's ridiculous however you know, I don't believe this is this is what this was about. This was about him being a hand grenade going off in a very bad place for the Democrats and them having to do this to try to create a a conspiracy theory to cover up the crimes that they were committing, including messing with the election, right. doing everything that they claimed Trump did. They did it in Ukraine and. I think he's got to move forward. If he doesn't do it in the House, I completely understand, unless it prohibits him from bringing that stuff into the trial over into the Senate. Because he's got to, you know, sometimes like, well, that was not part of the inquiry. That wasn't part of the original case. If they don't put that in, can they bring it up in the Senate? Because he's got to
0: expose it. They should be able to. I think you're right. I think they can have the best of both worlds if he doesn't participate in this part of it which will make it look more like a partisan activity it is for sure but i mean you know sometimes it's worth participating in these things to shape them in some way the issue here though is you know the impeachment vote's going to come to democrats it's going to be it could be done completely by democrats the constitution's very clear that the senate controls the other part of this Mm -hmm. so they can bring in whatever they want in Mm -hmm. uh they're gonna they're gonna try to get buy-in from democrats to say it's a fair process they they've done this in previous uh, examples of impeachments where they kind of at least come to the table and say look here we're at least agreeing on the rules and uh, they will try to do that with Democrats, but th- I don't think that's going to prevent gonna, them from yeah. bringing out the their side of the I story. Hope so. I hope so. I- if they don't do that, then it's a complete failure by Senate Republicans. Yeah, they total. should be able to at least. But that's make this what case. they
2: usually do. That's what they usually do. L- one more vision of America. Uh, this one is uh, from from uh, Michael Bloomberg. Now, Michael, as you know, is. Just a wonderful individual. Oh, that's all sorts of me too problems himself, by the way. Oh, man. you should see some of the comments
0: they have him quoted in multiple articles by liberal journalists saying how he's objectifying women, how, you know, he has people who are on his staff saying, uh, you know, that he used to come up to him when, you know, one of the women said that when she waited too long to dye her hair, that he would come up to him and say, hey, uh, how much does it cost to get your hair colored uh with those two colors because you've got a third one gray coming in um it you know it was uh hey look at the uh it wasn't butt but a different word uh look at the butt on her to a liberal journalist in front of liberal journalists i mean he was known for spouting well they did they were they actually put it in stories and he was known for spouting off very anti-women like settle down lady I got that you have this job but you're a woman like st- you stay down there the glass ceiling is is below where you are he's currently. absolutely um, unlikable yes he's
2: unlike objectifying women like crazy yeah. you know no for for sexual reasons but i i just wanted to hear this new tactic by a democrat on taxes listen to this taxes are regressive but in this case
4: Yes, they are. That's the good thing about them because Mm. the problem is in people that don't have a lot of money. And so higher taxes should have a bigger impact on their behavior and how they deal with themselves. Mm. So I listen to people saying, oh, we don't want to tax the poor. Well, we want the poor to live longer so that they can Mm. get an education and enjoy life. And that's what why you do want to do exactly what a lot of people say you don't want to do. The question is, do you want to pander to those people or do you want to get them to live longer? And there's just no question. If you raise taxes on full sugary drinks, for example, they will drink less. And there's just no question that full sugar drinks are one of the major contributors to obesity. And obesity is one of the
2: major contributors to heart disease and cancer and a variety of other things. So they know better. Yeah. Here's a progressive that knows better than the poor people. Yeah. And he's going to make sure the poor people are good by taxing them out of everything that they may like. Right. How do we save their lives?
0: We take their money so they can't spend it on bad things. And, you know, it's funny. There are people who are more leftist than Michael Bloomberg. But I don't know if there's anyone more purely progressive than Bloomberg. He absolutely believes he is the smartest guy. And if he just, you just implement what he wants... It will be better for you because you don't understand as much as he I'll does. I'll
2: give you a tie on Elizabeth Warren, but they're cut yeah. from the same cloth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're smarter than everyone else mm-hmm. in the room and they have a plan for everything. You know, you know who's responsible for my pillow being the company that it is today? I mean, Mike Lindell. Yes, he has to invent it, but then it comes down to you comes down to him making the right product and then you talking about it, you believing in it, you um, sleeping on it every day, and, and and them coming through with their promise, promise versus performance. Well, Mike has a new incredible deal on his Giza Dream Sheets. I love the Giza Dream Sheets. Um, these are, I, I didn't know that they were even uh, my pillow. My wife got them online, uh, and I'm sleeping on them, and, Something came up about the dream sheets or something. We were talking about it, and I said, I love my sheets. These are just the most comfortable sheets. They're just great. And she's like, these are the Giza sheets. My wife is always trying to talk me into, like, linen sheets. We can wash them a thousand times, and they'll be a lot softer. It's like sandpaper. I'm a sheet snob. The Giza sheets are so comfortable and priced affordable at MyPillow. Mypillow MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials to buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets and get the other one free plus shipping. There's also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, too. So enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Use the promo code BECK at MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and you can buy one pair of Giza dream sheets and get one free plus free shipping. Promo code Beck. It's MyPillow.com.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: Welcome to the uh, program. So glad that you're here. The, um, the case uh, for the Supreme Court is interesting. The one that taken up with, with New York. Apparently in New York, you can only take your handgun. If you have a permit, which good luck getting one, you can only take it to one of seven uh, uh, sites that are New York sanctioned in New York to shoot. <laughs> if you have your gun, even if it is broken apart, And the, uh, you know, the ammunition is in the glove box and the car is in the trunk. You still can go to jail for that. Well, that was the that was the ordinance they passed. Correct. However, they've
0: repealed the ordinance. Why? Because they thought it was unconstitutional. No, no, no. They were worried about losing the challenge at the Supreme Court. So the liberals got rid of their liberal law because they were worried the conservatives would say unconstitutional so that other places couldn't do it. It's just hilarious. It shows how they're running from the court right now on this topic they haven't done anything really since since heller which uh-huh. was the big decision that said yes you can have individual right to firearms um and then there was a follow-up about uh chicago after that which said uh, it's not just in you know washington dc and, right. and uh, right. you can't just pass city laws doing this um but there hasn't been a big ruling on guns in about 10 years and this one, I mean, I think shapes up relatively well. I mean, we know for sure there's at least two votes in, in Thomas and Gorsuch who are on the right side of, of this. Um, and it seems as if Kavanaugh will be on the right side. It's the speculation. Um, I would be surprised to see Alito go a different direction, which gets you to four. Now, Roberts, of course, is a complete, you I know, mean, who knows? He just decides these things on whether what he thinks is going to look good in the papers the next day, it seems like. Um, but that is a, it's a big one. And I think there's a good chance it should be. This is an easy one. If you have a, a standard uh, on firearms that is a, is part of a constitutional right,
2: cities can't pass ordinances that ban that right. Then they're banning it to a point to where if you have a gun in the city, you can't. Tra- Let's say you're going out to, a, you know, a, a hunting range outside of the state. You're going to a state where you're allowed to carry your gun, you know, and you have the right license for that state and you're going to the airport. You can't do it. Yeah. You can only move your gun from your home to a shooting range and one of the seven New York sponsored shooting ranges. That's it. It's not the Second Amendment. That is crazy.
0: And they know that. They, they, they've ignored these rulings. You know, the Supreme Court, like, oh, gosh, you know one ruling in 1972 roe versus wade is is basically you know the, the only thing in the constitution as far as the left is concerned and you can't challenge it and it's settled blah 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 but when there's a conservative ruling in the supreme court they just ignore it mm-hmm. they just pass all these laws anyway and wait for it to go up to the court uh and hope that they don't get accepted by the court which is what the court has been doing relatively recently until this time and here the supreme court's going to take it on and when they realized the Supreme Court was going to take it on, they're like, Ah, actually, we, uh, we just repealed that, and there's no reason for you guys to look at it. I mean, that was their defense. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, it should be obvious what should happen here. Whether it is obvious is, of course, under the power of John Roberts, and uh, we've seen how that goes
2: in the past. Sometimes it's okay, but most of the time it's it's questionable to insane Well, it it should be common sense. It should be easy. And it would have been on the earth that you and I grew up on. But (laughs) somehow or another, we all slipped through a wormhole. And we're on a different planet. Uh, Looks a lot like the place we used to live, but eh, not so much. Not so much. We'll see how it changes even further with uh, Epstein. Did he kill himself? (laughs) Chad Brather, next.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: Hello and uh, welcome. We have Chad Prather coming up in uh, just a second. This half hour is sponsored by trust dot com. We have over a thousand active agents all across the country. They're waiting to list uh, your home and get it sold on time and for the most amount of money. It's RealEstateAgentsITrust dot com, and it's uh, it's that I called it that for a reason. This is my company. And um, I want to be able to trust the real estate agent when I'm looking for a house or I'm trying to sell my house. I need to know I have the best one. You do, too. So let us do the work and find the best one in your neighborhood, the best one in your area, the one that knows how much the houses are worth that you're trying to sell and how much the house is worth that you're trying to buy. It makes all the difference in the world to have somebody with real seasoning. These are the best of the best realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, go there now and uh, we call you back in like 10 minutes tops. Usually it's realestateagentsitrust.com. So we have, we have conspiracy theories and we have conspiracy facts. Where does the Epstein, Epstein uh, murder or suicide fall? Is it still in theory or are we starting to have facts that back up that theory? A guy who's done an extensive amount of work and has a... A three-part special out right now on Epstein and what happened is Chad Prather. He joins us in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
2: You know who loves Cyber Monday and the holiday shopping season more than anybody else? That is cyber criminals. Today, if you're doing any shopping uh, online, they are out there hoping to get rich off of everybody who's shopping online today. Now, Let me give you some tips to shop safely online. Make sure you use device security on your computers and your devices. Confirm that there is an HTTPS lock symbol in the URL of any website you're shopping on. Search only on the trusted vendor sites rather than search engines and always use unique passwords and login information. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds, and today it's going to be really bad. LifeLock is there to detect a wide range of identity threats and alerts you if there is a threat that is detected you should give them a call or visit their website right now. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. And until December 8th, join in and get a special radio discount. Save 30% or more off your first year by using the promo code BACK. Call 800-LIFELOCK or visit LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK and save 30% or more off of your first year. It's LifeLock.com. I'm so excited about this uh, special that is uh, on the blaze you can you can find it if you're a fan of Chad Prather uh, you've probably heard him talk about it already uh, but if if you don't know who Chad Prather is and I want to know how you get this title he's an American humorist <laughs> that's what you're classified as a, an American humorist uh, and uh, he's well known online for his commentary just sitting in the cab of his truck. Uh, with his hat, which he's not wearing his hat today and you're almost unrecognizable.
5: I am I'm channeling my inner Glenn Beck is what I'm doing with is that all what these it is? layers and the sweater yeah, and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, this yeah. Arctic temperature that you keep in the
2: yeah in the building here. Yeah. <laughs> so Pratt uh, uh, Chad you um that's a, a good Pratt, summary of your it's line. a summary I your name yeah, it is. uh Chad you did uh, <laughs> a three part special on uh, Epstein. When you started it did you think that he killed himself? Did you think it was uh, a cover-up? What did you think going into it? I did. I honestly did not
5: know. I don't know that I had an opinion, but the further I got into it, the more questions that were raised. Like right now, if I was a betting man and had to put $1,000 on the line, I would probably take the bet that he killed himself. But let me raise some questions for you, because when we get into this special, everybody knows the 2008— Sex offender who is convicted, thirteen months of probation. He goes to, and he goes to when he does go to jail, they leave the door unlocked because he claims to be claustrophobic. He gets to go to his office twelve hours a day. He pays the West Palm Beach sheriff's office one hundred twenty eight thousand dollars so they can put a TV in the attorney's room. All of these little favors that he gets, he makes off duty police officers wear a suit in order to check in his guests. He pays their salary. Uh, so that he can do business while he's in jail. We know that guy. He's a creep. What we don't realize is after that, a guy who tries to reinvent himself, who basically gets a ranch in New Mexico because he doesn't have to register as a sex offender there. It's in the middle of the King Ranch, which is not to be confused with the King Ranch in Texas. This is Bruce King. This is the governor of New Mexico, the family which passes down um, political titles and positions like family heirlooms, and he's right in the middle of their property. You can't go. Did he buy their property uh, to create? He this got a little sweetheart deal from them. He buys ten thousand acres, builds a an almost twenty eight thousand square foot home there. He calls it a ranch. It's not a ranch. Uh, the the people around the area thought that the owner of Victoria's Secret owned it because of the rotating models that were coming in and out of these young girls that are coming in and out of the place. But why New Mexico beyond being able to get away with not identifying as a sex offender? It's close to a lot of different facilities where there's cryogenics, transhumanism. There is uh, all of the scientific things that are going on. For instance, there was a group that was collecting the sperm of Nobel Prize winners in order to create a new generation of smart people Epstein bought into this idea and his idea along with his accomplice Jelaine Maxwell who is still very much alive still very much at large and has never been questioned by authorities they concoct the idea of bringing in 20 young girls at a time impregnating them with Jeffrey Epstein's seed and Signing away all rights to the progeny, the baby, and they're going to raise on this compound and create a whole new generation this of Epstein.
2: This is honestly master
5: race kind of stuff. This is big stuff. So this is a guy who is obsessed. This is after he's already been this, in jail. Exactly. This is a whole this is a guy reinventing himself. This is the guy who's donating millions of dollars to Harvard. This is a guy who's donating to MIT. This is a guy who is a college dropout who is now sitting Almost as though he is a colleague with these doctors from Harvard in these science programs, and they're treating him like an equal. This is a guy who's welcoming cohorts like Bill Gates and um, um, Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking, Mm -hmm. who think of him as just harebrained. But they love the fact that he's got all this influence, right? So he's concocting this deal. And so you talk about conspiracy theories. This is fact. This is known fact. This guy is wanting to recreate himself. He wanted to have his head and his penis cryogenically frozen so that he could bring him back to life one day. Here was a guy obsessed with immortality. So now back to your original question, did he commit suicide? Why would a man so obsessed with immortality kill himself? Why would a guy who, even when he was in jail most recently after his arrest six months ago, still be buying commissary favors from fellow inmates? Here's a guy who said that after his first, quote, suicide attempt, He said, I didn't try to commit suicide. My cellmate attacked me. So we can look at all of the different things between the the, the video cameras being off, the lapse in time, the the, the doctored logs with the prison guards, the people who did not watch him. Why was he left alone in his cell? Is it possible that that he was murdered? Why is a guy who, who he already got off once, Glenn? Why doesn't he get off now? And if he's going to kill himself, why doesn't he just make a phone call? So my question is, okay, let's say he killed himself. Well, there had to be a reason. Had to be a reason why he killed himself. So if he did that, then somebody was putting so much pressure on him, in essence saying, we're going to make your life a veritable hell if you don't do it to yourself. Like, we'll skin you alive kind of thing. Hmm. We'll put you in a pot of boiling oil. You're going (laughs) to suffer. Why wouldn't he just make one phone call and say, I have all the news that you want? Now, we saw on ABC, Amy Robach, she sits there on the hot mic moment, and she says, I had it all. It was the most prolific case of of pedophilia we've ever known. This would have been the story of the century. This would have exposed more people than anything we've ever known. Uh, And the key is Epstein was ready to talk. So if he killed himself, why didn't he
2: talk? He could have made one phone call. He's already beaten it once. Yeah, but You are yeah. looking at when, when you get to suicide, um, my feeling is that it is the the final and the greatest act of insanity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can't necessarily apply if a guy sees his world completely collapsing and he's convinced there's no way out, there's no way out. And he has some loyalty to some of the people that were helping him he might think it's better this way. Now, I don't know if I mean, it seems so 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 many many coincidences happened that there are real questions. I'm like you. If I had to bet, I would still bet that he did it himself, but Mm -hmm. I'm not betting more than, I'm probably not (laughs) betting more than 500 bucks on that. You know what I mean? Because I don't
5: know. So let's look at this thing, because uh, you, you, you look at the BBC interview with Prince Andrew, who now the Queen is basically disowning. And I, I feel like they're trying to put out a carpet fire with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I mean, they just kind of trotted him out there and said, you do your best, Andy, mm-hmm. because this BBC interview just made him look worse and worse and worse. And now, they canceled his birthday party. They canceled, they his. canceled his And, and remember, no. on the BBC interview, <laughs> this is a guy who said, I don't like to party. I don't party. And I don't know if we have that clip of what I call Party Boy Prince Andrew. <laughs> we have time to show it, and Steve has got it pulled up. Take a look at this. Let me show you what we're dealing with here with Prince Andrew. Okay. I want you to take it over to that clip where he says, I'm not a party. Uh. <laughs> take a look at this.
4: But he had the most extraordinary um, ability to bring um, uh, extraordinary people together. Uh, and that 's the bit that I remember is going to the dinner parties where you would meet academics, politicians, people from the United nations i mean it was, a, it, was a, it was a cosmopolitan group of what I would describe as as u s um, eminence but was that his appeal then was that yeah. what you because you you were perceived by the public as being the party prince
1: was that something well, you that
4: 's um also um, a bit of a stretch um hmm? <laughs> i don't know why i've 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 um uh, collected that title because i don't i never have really parted
2: <laughs> unfortunately if you're just wow. listening to this on radio you're missing all of the pictures of women licking his face at a party and everything else <laughs> well, that's something you added chatter is that from the bbc interview <laughs> that's from the bbc <laughs> interview, oh my god which man. is classic i mean they wow. threw him
5: under the bus yeah. and by the way virginia roberts who of course there's the famous picture of him with his arm around mm-hmm. the then 17 year old virginia roberts who, who? By the way, took off to Thailand. Uh, she, you know, Jelaine Maxwell take and Jeffrey Epstein take her to London. Wake her up one morning and say, "Today you're going to meet a prince." Talking about, of course, Prince Andrew. Then there's this now, this picture out there, which of course they have said, "Ah, it's a, it's a false picture, Photoshop." Photoshop had really not been out that long whenever this
2: picture had,
5: I mean, it was not, it, And you it was can a lot tell, of yeah, yeah.
2: You can tell if it's Photoshop. And
5: here's the thing. There's nothing wrong legally with this picture. No. I mean, you've put your arm around somebody's niece, mm-hmm. you know, you've done, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. There's nothing he illegal. He does it in a little bit of a, gr- like a little grabby way. Yeah, yeah, I the mean, she's wearing her. a halter top thing. Yeah. There's some exposed midriff and his hand but. is right there. You could, could see be, the flash explained away. in the wind, and so we could we could analyze the picture. But at the end of the day, of course, yeah, I can explain this away. I'm not going to go over and over. Go, that's not me. That's not me. Obviously, we know Andrew is the party prince. You saw the pictures that mm-hmm. are there, and that's why I look at this and I think because you, you brought up the point, Glenn. You said if his whole world is crumbling down, was it? We don't know. Uh, he's already gotten out once. There are. There are plea deals that to, that are there to be made. If he wanted to do it, if you really want to truly expose some people that are involved in this now, because who's Jeffrey Epstein? Five years ago, did anybody, to the average American, really know who Jeffrey Epstein was? No. no of course, it's this conspiracy idea and the, and the drama around it that has made him basically a household name. He's now a nonstop memes. We've we've made jokes about this thing. And let me let me be real clear because I've gotten accusations here of people saying, well, it's almost like you're feeling sorry for the guy. No, I'm glad he's dead. Let me let me just be real clear. I'm glad <laughs> the guy the earth is a better place without Jeffrey Epstein in it. But here's the thing. How many more Epstein-esque influencers are out there? People like Jelaine Maxwell, who was the queen to his king on the chessboard, who orchestrated all these things, who took of Virginia Roberts, which, by the way, we had it lined up for Virginia Roberts to come on the show via Skype from Australia. Because wow. what, I, what I started to say earlier, Stu, is that they, she went to Thailand uh, for, long story short, Epstein sends her to Thailand and says, bring me back a young girl. She gets over there, and within five days, she meets her now husband, who's from Australia. He takes her to Australia and basically gets her out of this Epstein world that's there. Because she was was project number one in New Mexico in terms of who they were going to impregnate. She was going to be the experimental test case. So Virginia Roberts, of course, who is seen as 17 years old in this picture with Prince Andrew, She's the one, and they basically put a gag order on her. Tonight, there will be a BBC interview with her that comes Mm. out. So we couldn't get her. She had to cancel for us. But we did talk to her on the phone. It's quite compelling when you when you see what was All going
2: right. on. Uh, hang on just a sec, because I would like to hear a little bit more of what sure. what we know for fact, mm-hmm. what was happening on this, this ranch. Back in just a second. Let me pause for one minute, then back with Chad Prather, Prather who is, uh, you can find the uh, special on the uh, Blaze.com, BlazeTV.com. Make sure that you uh, you watch it. Where else is it available? You can go to my YouTube channel, the uh,
5: Chad Prather. Search that. We've we've seen almost twenty thousand new subscribers just in the last six
2: days wow. because of this special. So it's it's a lot of people. So great! It's a great special. Um, are you looking for the perfect handgun? One that is uh, great for self defense as well as you know the day at the gun range. I'm a proud Second Amendment uh, supporter, which is why I'm a USCCA member. And right now, the USCCA has great news. They're giving away 19 guns. 19 lucky listeners are going to win $1,000 each to buy the gun of their dream. 19 Uh, 19 listeners are going to take a thousand dollars and you can buy the gun that whichever one you want just text back to the number 87222 for the official rules and to lock in your 19 chances to win this ends on the 31st there's not a lot of time to waste the clock is ticking you could be one of those lucky uh, people right before the holidays or right after the holidays it goes up until december 31st just text the word back to the number 87222 and enter it's really easy can enter in seconds confirmation text is going to be sent time is running out text the word beck beck to the number 87222 for your 19 chances to win that's beck to the number 87222 for more information and rules go to protect standard message and data rates do apply we pause for 10 seconds station id Okay, so, Chad, what did you find out about what really has happened, or did they impregnate any of these girls in, in New Mexico? Not
5: that we, not that we know of. Not that anybody that, that we can verify, so I'm assuming no. Uh, this was the plan, though. and when we get into the special. We take the first episode to really build a case, because there's a huge cast of characters that are there. And what my producer, Candace Ortiz, did is... Great job she, by Candace. Probably. She's incredible. She's incredible. Uh-huh. I told her, I said, you can never leave me. She's, she's just amazing <laughs> with the research that she does. But she likened it to a chessboard. Of course, Epstein being the king, Ghislaine Maxwell being the queen. And so we build this cast of characters that are out there, and then we, they, we it builds kind of into a crescendo... Force as we get to the third episode, and people are just kind of left with their mouths wide open because it's amazing. Not only the. So here's a guy, this was not about money because that's what people go to. They say, well, here's a billionaire. Of course, he could do anything he wanted to do. This was not about money. The man who was a college dropout who was at Bear Stearns for one year, he, he couldn't even teach high school physics right. or math at the Danbury School in New York, which is a prestigious school. He, now, now he's sitting there with Harvard scientists. He's sitting there with MIT scientists. He's talking with some of the top innovators.
2: Well, he was doing that because he was trying to recast himself as exactly. an innovator, as somebody who uh, who was a patron right. of inno- innovation and science. Right. And And you look at this guy who's trying to reinvent himself. He was
5: buying influence. Right. So Bill Gates did not need Jeffrey Epstein's money, but his influence seems pretty appealing the same with an Elon Musk a Stephen Hawking and at no time do we take any of these people and accuse them of pedophilia or anything like that because that's naturally where the human brain goes to what we're doing is pointing out why would you why would you hang out and that was the question brought up by the BBC to Prince Andrew why would you continue to associate with this man that is and listen the news media has consistently come out and this is the way they describe him financier and sex offender. Financier and sex offender. Why in that order? Why would you legitimize (laughs) him first by saying he's a financier and then say, oh, and by the way, he's a sex offender? Every news media outlet, every print outlet continues to do that. We've even done it here at The Blaze. And, And it's one of those things where it's like, no, this guy was a pedophile. No question about it. We know this for a fact. And Andrew he did was everything out with he him did. at his house after the conviction, too, which was one of the big issues. Right? And I think it's- we have a clip of that as well. Oh. Stephen wants to run it. This is a pretty interesting little clip here because he's questioned by the interviewer here as to why would you continue to stay at this 41 bedroom mansion, the largest individually owned residence. Which, by the way, there's never any evidence that he ever bought this penthouse in Manhattan. Oh, that's in the weird, huh? and so pretty interesting story. Here's the here's the clip. Yeah. The 1970s marked the first appearance of Jeffrey Epstein on the social radar. The king of networking was just getting started. But what Jeffrey Epstein was after was much more than money, more than status, more than wealth. He was after immortality. Now, for the second part of this series, we're not going to shy away from anything. That's not a warning. That's a promise. We're going to drop some big names, and we're going to make some very big revelations. How did a man like Epstein become accepted into the highest powers of society? And when I say the highest, I mean the very top. Princes, scientists, geniuses, billionaires, they stood aghast, basking in the limelight that Epstein emitted. Nobody seemed immune to his charm. But why? What did a college dropout like Jeffrey Epstein have to offer men like Bill Gates and Prince Andrew, Stephen Hawking, and Elon Musk? These people have more money than God, and yet they found, the, found it wise to stick around Epstein for the heck of it. Now take Prince Andrew, for example.
2: Watch the been, entire instance, special. Uh, it, it's a three part special. You can watch it on Chad Prather's YouTube page. If you are a subscriber to The Blaze, it is already up there and ready for you to watch. Uh, just go to slash Beck. If you're not a member, you can subscribe. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll get a 10% discount, but it is well worth watching. Chad, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good work. Thank good you. work. Hey, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Um, you, you, I, I asked for this for years when we first got in. But remember, we got into this business when there was still, you know, buffering speed problems. Uh, and I was constantly asking, can we get a dashboard that shows what's happening in all of these different things? We had to make decisions blindly many times. That's not a good way you need a clear picture of what's going on if you don't have that you just do it on your gut or worse you do it on fear netsuite netsuite by oracle the world's number one cloud-based business system offers the full picture of all your finances all in one place in real time from your phone or your desktop so you don't have to worry about the things that you know what do i not know that could kill my company do it right now. Schedule your free demonstration right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, NetSuite.com. That's NetSuite.com slash Beck. Do it now. NetSuite.com slash Beck. Make sure to watch all three parts
0: of Chad Prather's special on Jeffrey Epstein. You can get him on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts and listen to his show every day. It's the Chad Prather's show.
2: So the impeachment hearings uh, are continuing this week. Uh, We have some new information to present to you uh, that I think if you've been following it, you you will still be surprised because you won't believe that they left this trail so easy to find in public documents. But uh, we have some new information for you tonight at five o'clock on the Blaze TV. There's also a new voice that's being heard, uh, and that is of uh, Stu, Stu Bregeer, our producer here. His wife is in, in the industry as well. Her name, of course, she kept it for, uh, uh, for the industry. Her name is Lisa Page. And so you're going to be seeing a lot of Lisa Page uh, in the news. trending
0: nationally almost yeah. every day, it seems. Yeah. Which I'm sure she's pleased about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, of course, my wife's name is spelled with an I P A I G E. Lisa Page, who you might know from the impeachment scandal, is P A G E. However, oh, right.
2: that's uh, what exactly what Lisa Page would want you to think. Which one? Have you seen them at a party together? No, I <laughs> Oh my god the same yeah. person is that true? i mean
0: wait this is like mr and mrs smith right what yes they 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 act like normal uh wives at home yes. angelina jolie and then she went and then she was like murdering people maybe right. this is the scenario this is the same thing you're uh, living with angelina jolie
2: <laughs> <laughs> which well, yeah, right. could be bad yeah it <laughs> uh, could be good it's up to you
0: um so she, it's weird because every day you know you wake up and you see your wife's name trending about an affair it's a mm. little odd yeah. it's a little it's a little strange to yeah. see yeah um because she had an affair with peter struck if you don't know these background figures or you maybe just heard her names their names they were two people uh she was a lawyer he was one of the bigger investigators in into um not only trump and the and the beginnings of the russia contact stuff but also uh, the Hillary email scandal. They're very, like, very involved in this, and they both despised Trump and did not want him to be president. So there's a lot of text messages about them trashing Trump that became public, by the way, against the promises, apparently, of the inspectors at the beginning, um, because they knew, hey, we're going to look into your all of your texts, and they said, okay, we're going to tell you something up front here. Uh, we've been having an affair with each other, and we'd really like that to not come out. Uh, Of course, it did come out and they claim it was released against a specific promise by uh, the government at the time now uh well there you
2: go kids <laughs> liberals learn your lesson never <laughs> trust the government <laughs> there you go it's a small government <laughs> message we pulled hello out so it's it, it is
0: weird and now she has uh come out and, and given an interview for the first time she had an i believe it was an 18 month period where she wasn't allowed to do any press uh after leaving uh the government she did leave uh in uh, in 2018 and now she has uh, this voice that she can go to different media outlets, and she's starting to do that. She's very upset at the president uh, targeting her for uh, ridicule. And uh, I'm so tired of this. I know. Well, she I'm specifically so mentioned, I guess at one point, he sort of faked a sexual noises with her name in the middle of it at a that rally.
2: Probably was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I guess that was the thing that set her off. Yeah, that... Um, might set me off or you know my wife off (laughs) it's not ideal i'll say it's suboptimal yeah is what i would use
0: um but the fact that she's out there now is is just you know more fuel to this fire you'd think um you know what happens a lot of times with these these behind the scenes witnesses is they're much more powerful when you don't hear from them you know we we learned this i think with with uh, muller for example, and he Mm wasn't a witness, but he was running the Mueller investigation. The Mueller report was given all this credibility. And then he comes out in front of the public and is asked questions. He's like, I wait, Donald who? I don't even know. He didn't know anything about the investigation. Right. right. Uh, The same thing happened. I think with Comey, Mm -hmm. you know, Comey was this high level, very respected. Everybody on both sides agreed. He was the greatest guy in the world. Then he came out and started doing his testimony, which just a little bit. And then when it came to book and interviews, it really went downhill he just came off you know almost like a just a partisan guy mm-hmm. who doesn't mm-hmm. like donald trump
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and so these things i think have more power when you when they're mysterious figures you don't know who these people are so it'll be well, interesting it's like the to see unnamed
2: democrat running yeah. against donald trump yeah lots all of the democrats are for that right and then they look at them and they're like oh, not that. that democrat not, i not wanted the unnamed one <laughs>
0: right <laughs> yeah. can we keep him unnamed yeah it's the you know this is a it's like in sports of course you'll r- immediately connect with this analogy but it's the backup quarterback syndrome so the guy who's the backup quarterback is everybody's favorite player until he's until he has the, to freaking get on the field and right. throw nine interceptions and then everyone hates him but when he's on the bench and the starting quarterback is suffering and, right. and struggling then well not, they, come,
3: why come why on bring, on, him, bring
0: on. him in bring him in bring yeah. him in yeah. so you see, this is i think what what happens with it's what's happened with the impeachment thing with Ukraine, right? You had all of these rumors about, oh, my gosh, she did this on this call, and these people knew this, and these people knew this. Then they come up, and they're testifying about it, and you're like, well, this is what they have? It's a big letdown. It's like movie trailer to movie, right? The movie trailer looks super exciting, and then all of a sudden you're watching the movie, and you're like, this this is all, all the four good moments they put in the trailer, and everything else sucks. you know. And that's kind of what's happened with with the impeachment and it's why
2: i think america's turning uh, a a bored eye towards it right now so i you know you said a lot there and i was listening up until a point and then my my Mm -hmm. mind started to wander a bit i never get you for more than 30 seconds no it's it's Mm -hmm. i'm sorry riddled with add but Mm -hmm. but hear me out here Mm -hmm. don't you think the gong show had all the answers you remember the gong show? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the unknown comic that wore a bag over his head? That I don't remember. I loved that show as a kid. But you I don't, don't remember, remember the, the unknown, unknown comic? comic? No. Oh, you got to look up. The unknown comic. He mm-hmm. wore a bag over his head. He was gonged every time. Mm-hmm. But there was something good about him, and you never really... You didn't know who it was. It could have been somebody really good. Could have been somebody not really good. Right. But... He was the unknown comic. If they just put a bag over all of the people's heads Mm -hmm. that are testifying and you don't really know, could be Melania. May not be. Probably not be. Okay. I like this. It adds a little more excitement because when they drag these people out, you're like, oh, well, that person's no good. I mean, they're not funny. No. (laughs) But if they have a bag on their head, you're like, probably not funny. Probably no good. But I don't know. Let's hear them out. Could be somebody good underneath there.
0: There's something here, and I think if you extend it, what if in the hearings they put a gong in there for people to just start hitting to stop the, when they get bored? Like that's a boring the question, Republicans and use them. it too. Yeah, I think they. I think I think honestly, it should be in control of the American people. I think you've we just got out- a representative who goes there and plays the 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 character of Chuck uh, Chuck Barris. Chuck Barris, yeah, and he hangs out there with the gong, and we just say, okay, when we get bored,
2: that's the speaker as of the a house. country. Chuck Barris is the speaker of the House, mm-hmm. and they start going down, you know. And I wanna, I wanna name another post on a like, bong, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and they just get ejected, and they have a new election. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're, they're done. Hey, time. Time. We're done.
2: <laughs> All right. So I got a note from my wife. Because about an hour ago, I started talking about X chair. And uh, my wife just texted, and I want to show it here. I want that chair. It's right there. I don't want to show yeah. it because the other things in there, too. Uh, but she was like, I want that chair. She wants the X chair. I get it, honey. I get it. Now, I'm a little grumpy about it because I like to get my wife... Surprises. I like to do something that is surprise and she doesn't know it's coming. However, those don't ever work out for me. Never. I mean, I'm like this this year. I got it this year. Nope. Nope. Now, I know one guy who did this and really thought he was good at giving presents and no one ever told him he was really bad at presents. I'm not kidding you. Uh, one Christmas, he got his wife a monkey. Because he thought she would like a monkey. <laughs> what? I'm not that bad. But I don't need, you know, I don't need the constant reminders about the X chair. I got it, honey. She, she wants it. She's like, it's so comfortable. I come to the office, I sit in yours. Then I go to my office in the home and I don't have an X chair. Okay, I got it. The dynamic variable lumbar support, 10 settings. The X chair is what you need for a comfortable, comfortable workday. And it's on sale now for $100 off. Just go to XchairBeck.com. And I swear to you, if they only have one of these left, it's mine. It's mine. I'll fight you to the death for it because I'm a dead man if it's not there under the tree. What's in the big box? You know what's in the big box. Anyway, xchairbeck.com. xchairbeck.com on sale now for $100 off. You can call them 844 4xchair or go to xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code Beck.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: So this, uh, I think it's Saturday night. It's Saturday, the December 7th. I'm doing a, a Christmas show in Salt Lake City. Uh, some tickets are still available, and we'd uh, love to have you there. Um, but um, telling some Christmas stories. Now, I, I'm not sure. I think I can get away with, uh, with being incredibly honest, because no one in my family is attending the show. Ah, so every other show I've done, I'm I'm thinking about putting in. Did you see what Pete Davidson did? The, the SNL comedian. comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He put in a million dollar nondisclosure agreement. Everybody in the audience has to sign a non nondisclosure agreement uh, or he'll sue you for a million dollars if you say anything outside of the show. So I think because my family's not going to be there, I, I'm going to need a two million dollar. Uh, NDA from every member of the audience (laughs) Um, because you just you never know especially I mean Stu knows this Uh, sometimes I walk on stage and I just turn everything off and say yeah I'm not going to do any of that and those are very dangerous shows and I feel kind of like that well it's like the uh,
0: it's whatever's good at the moment in your head yeah. Which will benefit you and make the
2: show better, which makes for a great show. Does also not ruins make for, your life. Yeah. Does not mm-hmm. make for a good home life sometimes. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I will need a $2 million nondisclosure agreement from every member of the audience. <laughs> now, if you just keep your fat mouth shut, if you're ever around my wife or my family. It's going to cost you $0. They won't, it won't. Nothing to worry about. However. However. I have attorneys. Mm-hmm. And you say anything in the outside world where my wife can hear it. Well, I'll sue the pants off. Into oblivion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to the yeah. point of
2: you will never recover financially.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the guarantee of going to a fun show about that's Christmas-themed in Salt mm-hmm. Lake City.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what And you it's get. in Salt Lake City, and I was thinking about this, thinking about this, because, you know, it's Christmas show in Salt Lake City. If I just open the show and I say, look, I know Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world, I'm going to make a mint. Because, you know, all those... All those Mormons and the religious type—they're—they're gonna—they say that all the time, oh, especially okay. on Christmas time. Ah, I'll bilk everybody. Yeah, you bought your thirty-dollar ticket. Yeah, it actually cost you two million <laughs> okay. and thirty bucks.
3: Okay,
0: and I'll say, like, you might be thinking right now, "Wow, that was a really controversial thing." Glenn just said I should report it. Well, you're under a non-disclosure agreement. Unfortunately, uh, it's implicit when you listen to this show. Thank you. Uh, Thank it you. is. A, you are under a non-disclosure. Anything that's talked about on this
2: program cannot be shared with anyone santa was gonna make an appearance um but um santa suit doesn't fit me anymore so um
0: this oh, wait hold on yeah you have a santa suit that uh. you've outgrown does that even happen to santa this <laughs> like, is guy more goes of goes around a magical
2: suit you know what i mean mine ah! was mine was made you know not by mrs claus mm-hmm. uh and uh it doesn't fit me. I mean, Santa
0: goes around the world and eats cookies at almost every single house and is still fitting yeah. into a suit. Yeah. And you're not fitting into your yeah. suit. Yeah. Do you have any, is there any, have you done any scientific uh, analysis as to why you're not fitting into the suit? Is there any reason you can think of any, any behavior that it would cause something like this to occur? Well,
2: I, I, in an unrelated And completely unrelated uh, story. I am concerned that I may be out of breath by the time I get to the center of the stage. Well, it's a big stage,
0: big big, to be fair, and it's not
2: downhill. The walk, it's flat, right, which is challenging. Well, downhill's a little challenging too. You gotta kind of slow yourself down (laughs) when you, you know, when you have that mass of gravity and it's pulling
0: you down. It's hard down or up. Well, part of this is because you spent Thanksgiving with vegans,
2: which is a blessing and a curse uh, because my family uh, now about half of them are are on uh, either special diet, uh, you know, for for epilepsy or uh, just because they decided to go vegan. Right. And, you know, when you buy uh, an 18 pound turkey and there's only four of you to eat it. And you cook like you used to cook when you were cooking for 12, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there's only four because everybody else is having, like, a cauliflower steak, which I didn't... Is not a thing. I didn't... Don't get fooled. Well, I didn't break the news to them. I wanted them to live in their happy little world that that was a steak. It's just a thick piece of cauliflower. It
3: is. That's all it is.
2: They keep telling you it's a steak at restaurants. It's not a steak. But the good news is, and maybe you should do this at Christmas, if... You're watching your weight. You should not do this. But invite a bunch of vegans instead of your family. Mm -hmm. Because then there's like food for 12 and there's only four of you eating it. (laughs) And and And, then your Santa suit doesn't fit. And you did. (laughs) And you did. And that Uh. tends to make one not fit into a Santa suit. So sorry, kids. Santa is not going to make an appearance. But a very overweight Colonel Sanders without the white suit might. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Getting old sucks. I've uh, I've uh, I'm definitely noticing the... It's not
2: fun. No, you know what it is. You and I made the wrong choice. You and I swore off exercise. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. More than poison, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point to where you're like, doctor looks at you, you're going to die unless you exercise. Mm-hmm. Let me think about that. I'm not right. Because, I'm not sure. I
0: mean, which is worse? Save some CO2 for the environment. Right. There's some positives. Right. Greta would be Greta
5: happy would with would be happy.
2: And she's never happy. No. She's never happy. She's like Mikey from the old life commercials. Greta, she hates everything. The Greta thing is weird, man.
0: She is. Uh, like, uh, watching some of those videos today in preparation for non-disclosed things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, she really, there's an omen thing going on
2: there. Right. She is not happy. Her family is afraid of her. I swear to you her family is afraid of her. If you ever see a Rottweiler near that kid, she controls the Rottweiler. She might be the anti- She is so angry about everything. Her family is afraid. That's why they're sending her overseas on a slow boat. Uh honey, just go. No, you can go by yourself. CO2. Go ahead. You should it. go so the slowest way possible cuz of CO2 and stuff. Right. And then make the round trip. We'll right. see in about 8 months, maybe, if we're around.
1: Yes is the Glenn Beck Program.